Shady review today for the film It 2017. Culprit is a Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune. Elizabeth, would you like to give us a physical description <laughs> of the reviewer in question? A brief one that is not incendiary in the least. I mean, he doesn't look like the devil, unlike Richard Brody. Yes. That's my guy. He just looks like every single other person reviewing movies because everyone else was wiped out and there's only <laughs> these guys <laughs> title stand by me and we'll deal with this clown get it it's like stand by me by stephen king he mentions stand by me once in the title twice again in the body of it that's a drinking game <laughs> I'm sorry, it's I the need same to stop. Movie, Elizabeth. It and um, Stand By Me, it's the same exact thing. I guess, yeah, the math checks out on that one. <laughs> He's um, like, let me do the math. My calculations <laughs> say it's same movie. But let's let him really set the record straight for us since he's leading with the fact that he wants to make this connection very strong throughout his review. First sentence The slick. Numbingly relentless new film version of It, adapted from the 1986 Stephen King bestseller, and a lot rougher than the 1990 TV miniseries, gets a few things right. I kept reading it. I don't know what that <laughs> sentence means. Yeah. No, same. I You just read it, and I was like, I'm lost at this <laughs> point. There's too many commas. There's not enough editors, though. So, because he's adapted a lot rougher. Mm -hmm. So, what? Does he mean, like, they have a rough go of it? This is a slick, much rougher, numb, relentless <laughs> film. It's numb. It's relentless. It's slick. It's, it's slick. rough. It's slick. It's rough. It's slick, but it's rough. It's, it's got some edges. It's edgy, if you will. But it's also very smooth. <laughs> Damn. Like, that's now call me on myself. Also, the other thing about this opening paragraph resident Georgie, meaning his cruel preteen doom. I really needed him to specify what kind of doom. The fact that all of the previews had a little kid in a rain suit, I was like, is this guy a teen or is he a preteen? Like, that's going to affect how I feel about. Exactly. It's just a really fucking weird choice of words. <laughs> There's so many things going on here, and it's all bad. Besides his review just being bad in content and style, it's also wrong, naturally. Yes. As are all of the reviews. <laughs> Inherently. Yes. Yeah. It's extremely wrong. Mm -hmm. Brutally, alarmingly, numbingly wrong. <laughs> it's... <laughs> horrendously wrong because it chapter one was a masterpiece thank you cool next part i have to i have to because see it's gonna sound nitpicky but i'm just reading his words and like this is what he's spending his time talking about so the next paragraph starts off 
director, oops, <laughs> I did not practice saying that name, director Andy Muschietti, parentheses, born in Argentina, previously known as Andres Muschietti. We needed to know that. This is my friend Andy. He's not from here, and his name isn't Andy. It's Andres. That's a weird flex. Um, And I'd really hate for someone reading this review to think that this guy was born in America. (laughs) Right? Right? He's like, fun fact, if you want to win trivia, just know, Andy, his name is Andres, and he was not born in the U.S. (laughs) This man was not born in America. Priorities. Right? And so he bothers to say that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't put in actual fun facts, like the fact that Andy and his sister are a filmmaking duo. They are that. She produces, and she produced Mama and this movie. It's fucking awesome. But he says again, it's Stand By Me with a Killer Clown. This movie, it, it is Stand By Me. <laughs> it's not it, it's Stand By Me, so just fucking... Get over the fact that it's not it. Thank you. This is Will Wheaton. This is the 80s. This is Stand By Me. (laughs) Okay. Gearing up. This paragraph, he's talking about the skillful young actors. This sentence. Sophia Lillis plays Beverly, the boy's lust object. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. That's a child. I'm going to kick your ass into space. fuck off into the center of the earth it's very chill to refer to a child as the boy's lust object childhood friendships aren't real only lust objects you're basically saying the entire character is that which i think is very fucked up that was a wrong move so continuing the sentence beverly whose incestuous father has prepared her for evil in many forms okay sansa stark (laughs) i know right being attacked by dudes is the very best way for a woman to level up to her best self. Yep. That's what that shitty sentence reads as to me. Same. Oh, her father abused her, and now she's prepared for evil. There is more or less only one paragraph that actually provides his reasoning for why he doesn't like it. His basically one complaint is that he says... The film is affected by a weird sense of clutter. Nearly every scene begins and ends the same way. With a slow build of a vulnerable child, a violent, bloody confrontation, either in the everyday bullying sequences, which are psychologically vicious, or in the Pennywise appearances. He means psychologically. He writes psychotically vicious. Because he doesn't know how to copy edit. But yeah. There were so many things put into this film. That to reduce it down to a clutter or whatever of fucking jump scares. What's it cluttered that's with? That's not it, bro. That's not it because you you can't. That's not it. Literally, that's not it. <laughs> the movie. The movie. Oh, my God. You can't do that because this fucking movie, uh, it's so much more than that. It's so many, like, psychological pieces in relations to real human horrible behavior thank you it's not just a physical response to something that surprised you exactly it's not and it's never going to be that and so any reviewer 
who fucking says that. He needs to get the fuck out of here. That's not a review because that's not the movie. My arms are raised in <laughs> triumph. We are because... beating on the desk in our minds. Yes. Okay, just to, just to reiterate, he's saying it's beginning, ending, same way, clutter. We're talking about a teenager carving into another child's flesh. Mm-hmm. And so that's a jump scare. I don't actually think that's how that works. I'm pretty sure that's definitely not how that works, yeah. That's not a slow build in a kaboom noise. There's actually a lot of other things happening. I know. Yes. Because that's what gets me so frustrated when people talk about this movie just being an extended jump scare. They don't just immediately cut away from Pennywise. There's so many shots, like, especially at the end when... Mm-hmm. That music is building. It's just mm-hmm. him go like dancing faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Creepy, <laughs> right? Like it's wonderfully unsettling. I yeah. think, and the fact yeah. that he makes you sit with it for a while. Yes, I think it's so good. It is so good. Don't get me started on how good the theme is. They actually so the Pennywise theme that they do. It's like this weird distorted version of a British nursery rhyme please try and tell me that this version of pennywise is not brilliant seriously i'm not trying to downplay tim curry's pennywise because he did a really good job obviously everyone's in agreement they all are dizzing their pants but it is very good um i'm sorry i feel a little bitter because i feel like there's so much bias with it yeah but to me, in other words, the facts state that Tim Curry's TV Pennywise was a person mm-hmm. who was displaying like psychotic behavior, whereas this Pennywise is bestial. Yeah. He's drooling. He's yeah. growling. He's not moving in the way you would. Mm-hmm. And if, okay, no, you can't fucking write. You can't say that that's not fantastic. Seriously, he was a monster. Yes. And it was amazing. And that's the thing, because Pennywise, he's not a human. He's not no. a clown. He's, no. a, he's a whole fucking creature. Exactly. He's not human. I think it's brilliant. Okay. Um, so then... Okay, so we're done talking about the movie. <laughs> Back on the bullshit. <laughs> yes. Since he's talking about the film, obviously, the next paragraph would be, King knows what he's doing. Back in 1986, the year Stand By Me came out in theaters. This is when it's really apparent that he's attacking King. Just sorry, but right? we're going... Okay, keep continue. It put the whammy on millions. I don't fucking know what that sentence. I've read it numerous times. Again, just, yeah, same. He couldn't lose. Sinister red balloons. The geyser of blood gushing up from the bathroom sink. (laughs) You know, like they say in the old handbook. (laughs) Sinister. The horror handbook. (laughs) I forgot Stephen King directed the movie, number one. (laughs) Also, he couldn't lose. Because, yes, a thousand-page book about childhood trauma. But also, okay, yes, he couldn't lose because he's Stephen King. And right. he was on a 
he was on fire. But that's a weird-ass non-illustration of your non-point. Because it's not actually... <laughs> Why are you talking about Stephen King knowing what he's doing, Stephen? Michael, King. I want to see a thousand pages on this. He's not attacking the movie. Yes. He doesn't care about the movie. Yes. He wants to attack Stephen King. He just wants to attack Stephen, Stephen King, which brings him to the next point, which is so, so relevant when it comes to this movie review. This man is 100% a clown. Callrophobia, the fear of clowns, is money in the bank, as well as a tiring cliché one the World Clown Association takes seriously. God damn it. The World Clown Association. I'm not a clown, but the World Clown Association really doesn't like this. From their recent, as Michael Phillips says, sternly, sternly worded protest letter, and he quotes, people dressed as horror clowns are not real clowns. They're taking something innocent and wholesome and perverting it to create fear in their audience. End quote. This man is a clown, and that's He's fine. He's a double threat. He's a double threat, people. Shut up. The last paragraph. King was hardly the first to exploit that fear. Um, except I think he was, actually. <laughs> um, well, let's go back to those receipts real quick. I don't have the full receipts, but I do. Historically speaking, this wasn't something that Stephen King just took from this cultural fear of clowns. Bozo the Clown was like a huge celebrity in the 70s. His book came out in the 80s. So clowns were basically a non-issue. People started to quote-unquote, have a fear of clowns after the book came out. Clowns were not a horror staple until Stephen King. He's like, oh, this is... The guy fucking, like, invented horror clowns. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did and he didn't, but also you're wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think he knows it's a book? <laughs> Michael Phillips, it's a book. It is a... It's a book, but... <laughs> Um, it was a book first, just saying. Um, Facts. This is a review of the book. <laughs> but my other thing is that King was hardly the first to exploit that fear factor. He's just putting words next to other words. Yeah, yeah. Again. Again. Again, it's... <laughs> Joe Rogan over here. Oh, man. The fear factor. And the movie won't be the last... Yeah, maybe not. Cool story. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, insights. <laughs> um, then this, this really strong closer. While Pennywise has been given a fabulous costume, and cinematographer Chung Hoo Chung, I apologize, smudged in tears and not quite blue skies, until I don't know what that means, do their part. But what do we have really? We have a story that feels not so much freshly imagined as dutifully recounted. You didn't even say anything about that in your review. You have nothing nope. about dutifully recounting 
Nope. You just talk about the kaboom. No, it's not freshly imagined. Despite the fact <laughs> that in this it, Pennywise is a monster. They completely, like, they reinvented an iconic monster. They, 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 they that in and of itself. Who are you? <laughs> Why do you like this? Like, it's a completely new take. And he's like, no, actually. No, bitch. We're supposed to be making salient points that are relevant to a thesis. He has nothing. This is just a review saying, first of all, this movie is Stand By Me. It's not. Second of all, all the scenes are the same. Fucking wrong, Michael. Fucking wrong. And then he says, actually, you know what? It was just, it was just recounted so... Uh, what? Clowns, clowns don't like it. Oh yeah, it's stand by me. The skies are not so blue. <laughs> not quite blue skies. <laughs> what what color are they? <laughs> I mean, it's like he's not even being specific, barely at all in this fucking review about why this movie, why this movie deserves two stars. He gave it two fucking stars. Why, Michael? I still don't understand why the fuck you gave this movie two stars. Because your reasons suck. Like, yeah. but, and this is his job that he got paid for. And he was like, I'm not actually going to have this make sense. I'm going to have a couple paragraphs about the World Clown Association. What if they thought? <laughs> this man is a clown. If you want to talk about it, do it on your own time. Put it on your blog. Update the site. It's empty. Where's the content? Where's your resume? Does it say full-time clown? <laughs> I want to see those receipts. <laughs> Let me see your outfit. Come to my party. Michael, you're hired because you're a fucking clown. Thank you. I'm sorry. Your review fucking sucks. Clown, full-time. Bye. I've got big dolls in my head. I'm loving it. It. I'm loving it. Oh. God, we can't stop. Put that in the podcast. All these one-liners at the end. And so we can just like sprinkle them throughout. Like, we're funny, we're funny, we're funny. SNL, call us right now. I'm free. I'm available. They're like, we know. I'm dancing. I know. Okay. Inbox is full, bitch. (laughs) Okay. Cool. I'm going to stop this now. Please.